Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Ooh, welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Thank you for downloading. It's a very good show today. Michael brings in a very valuable uh, investment opportunity. I could be sitting on thousands of dollars. You could be sitting on millions. Oh. You'll have to stick around. What have I been collecting for the last 28 years of my life? And also, speaking of the last 28 years of your life, you've done none of this exercise. But I thought I'd try. Yeah. So we're (laughs) going to talk more about that. Uh, And uh, could we have found the new Kate Bush? Eh, See? Yeah. I'm technically not lying with that little hook. Uh, Definitely not. And what did we find out about Liam Neeson? Oh, that he is a big old hypocrite. (laughs) Big old hippie hypocrite. Uh, but first, we'll kick it off with the biggest headlines with Ben Hajavi. Politics, crime, sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's up early with Ben Hajavi. My gosh. Oh, give me those headlines. A company with $225 million plans to bring back the dodo. I'll tell you what, that have more luck making the bird work than the internet company. They're both kind of dead. Yeah, what does anyone use Toto? I've never, I've never known anyone who's like, yeah, I've got Toto internet. But yeah, they want to bring back the bird. I don't know why. Wasn't it dumb? He was very annoying. Like it didn't. Like that was part of their marketing. No, not the company. The actual bird. <laughs> like, wasn't it like? Isn't it like a stupid bird? Like it made well, it's itself flightless. extinct. It didn't make itself extinct. Rats did. Did they eat them? Yeah, they ate all the eggs. And also, we ate them. Actually, let's blame ourselves. We did it. Oh, we did ate we do them. it? It's like we looked at penguins and went, if we went, hmm, they're very easy to catch. Oh. Yeah, okay. that's what we would have had on our hands. Well, the Therapeutic Goods Administration has revealed MDMA and magic mushrooms will soon be legal to treat PTSD and depression in Australia. That news kind of makes me sad. Like, really sad. <laughs> like, really, really sad. <laughs> There's a new new study that says whiskey could be good for your health. Just 30 mils a day could extend your life by five years. I'd like to try it, but it sounds a bit whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still so sad. (laughs) Cast your mind back to Stranger Things Season 4. Yes. When uh, this 80s classic... Like Kate Bush running up that hill, blew up again. Thanks yeah. to the show, it went off on Spotify. It's estimated that from it, she earned $2 million. Like, nice. payday immediately, Kate Bush. Uh, and it, I think it went to number one, taking it back to, like, the longest time between number ones. Uh-huh. Crazy. Absolutely huge. It's kind of happening again. Where? Right. For who? So on HBO at the moment, there is a series called The Last of Us. Yep. And this song by Linda Ronstadt. Done I know. Called Long, Long Time. Try and make you mine. And I think I'm gonna love you. Ooh, I've never heard that song in my life. Well, no one had. Oh, okay. Uh, it has jumped... The streams on Spotify have jumped by 4,900%. Okay. <laughs> Which says, if it was listened to, like, what, 100 times, that would now mean it's been listened to 4.9 million times. Wow. Okay. So, so like, it's, it's blown up. Yeah. But 
the catch with this one is Linda will not be making any money. Oh no! Why not? Mm, she sold her. She sold the rights to her songs only two years ago. Oh, oh. Linda! 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 Who did she sell it to? Uh, she sold it to the Iconic Artist Group in 2021, as well as royalty on the streams. Uh, but they say, look, it's not too bad because oh. she wouldn't have gotten money from this song anyway. Why? Uh, she never owned this one. Capitol Records did. Uh, and the writer, though, the writer of the song, he he might get something for it. His name is, uh, I think his name is like Gary White. Gary White still has rights to it. The record label Capitol Records still have rights to it, but Linda never had any rights to it. So they're like, they're like, don't feel too bad about it. You wouldn't have got any money <laughs> anyway. The Grammys are upon us, and if you get to go, if you're an artist or you're giving stuff away, uh, you do get a gift bag. It's like a thing that happens at award shows. They get little goodie bags. I think it's from like sponsors or whatnot. It does feel weird to give rich people more things. But I guess if you're like a presenter of the best jazz swing album, you're probably like, wicked. Like, ooh, a new trumpet. Yeah. Like, what are they throwing in there? No, no, no. They they all get the same. But they all get the same stuff. Um, I'm saying, if you're like Harry Styles, you're like, nah. But if you're kind of like just on the fringe, you'd be stoked with this. What is in it? We got a fourteen thousand dollar certificate for Botox. <laughs> really? Yep. <laughs> now I don't even know what most of this stuff is, but if you do, you let me know. A, a grosse, gross is like gross with an E. Okay. Uh, gold and crystal jewelry set worth twenty nine hundred dollars. Oh, that, there we go. A fifteen hundred dollar bugaboo baby stroller. They're actually pretty good. Uh, and even a hundred and ten dollar Wowie robotic dog. Wow, those are very, very different uh, gifts. Oh, we're not done. A five hundred and eighty dollar Aiper A I P E R robotic swimming pool cleaner. Okay, they'd all have pools. Hair ties. <laughs> That's very underwhelming. Cliff, th- Cliff thin snack bars. Delicious. With only 100 calories. Oh, you've got to stay fueled, but, you know, you've got to watch your weight. And Grammys. finally, a $520 shower head from Rifa. Rifa. Uh, all of them would have shower heads worth more than that. Like, that's it for now that I that is reported. But isn't that just like a, <laughs> a, a like motley crew of, of, like, gifts? What do you do with all of that? What do you do? <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed that they went with the stroller because surely many of them don't have kids. And if they do, they don't know them. January <laughs> is a bit of a write-off. Yeah, no, it is because you never really get going until about mid-Jan. Because think about it, you got your New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. but right at the end of January, you got Australia Day, and you're exactly. like, oh, that doesn't pan out well. A big Barbie and, uh, and a well, not couple me. of these. I don't celebrate it. Not you? No? Uh, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Your Insta says otherwise. But yeah, uh, I've got a couple of options this year to try and get into shape. Yep. They're nearly the same option, but they feel very different. I've got the bike in the garage, but at the start of this year, have also now got a like mini 
indoor bike. Like wow. a like an exercise bike, but one of the mini ones. Okay, quick question. Have you when was the last time you rode a bike? Oh, not since we lived in South Australia because I rode into like a like a sign. Oh yeah, I remember. I'm that. not very good on a bike because I didn't grow up like riding bikes. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little bit wobbly. So but surely riding an actual bike is going to be more like more gains than an indoor bike. Yeah, plus it's hard to keep balance when you're a bag of milk. Uh, yeah, and it's like, but that would surely bring you like a bit of core strength having to try and keep the milk upright. Yes. Uh, so well, you've got an inside bike as well. Why? Uh, for, well, like my wife wanted it Okay. as well as an option. And we were like, oh, yeah, it was very cheap. It was at Kmart. It's like there's a little indoor bike. Oh. And uh, I am leaning towards the indoor bike. Why? Because because I'm not very good on a bike. Are you gonna exercise? Yes. For the sake of actually exercising. For the sake of it. For the sake of for for doing some exercise. Because you know I've known you now through three Olympic games, and yeah, I'm yet I've to never have, qualified. <laughs> I've actually never seen you exercise ever. So here's my question though. Yeah. What's the what's the equivalent? What's the exchange rate on say our on regular bike equals how long on the indoor bike? Um, how do I figure out how much I need to be doing? Uh, it's a hard one. It's going to be longer than the minute and a half that I have left to talk about this. I might actually go into it a little bit. Maybe I'll get a fitness person on to mm-hmm. actually explain it to you. But do you remember when our boss, we were celebrating Pablo and Caratha, who ran 5Ks every day yeah. for a year. Everyone celebrated him. And now our boss, that goes for a run all the time, said, "Mm, but it doesn't really count. And we're like, what do you mean? Why? And he goes, because it was on a treadmill. Exactly. And And this is what I mean. I understand. It's not the same. The inside and outside worlds are different. There's no like... But there is a trade because it's like the Aussie dollar and the US dollar. It's both mm, dollars. Yeah. But one's stronger. You have to leave it with me. How long are you... um, Riding because if it's the hundred meters, like I expect, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to do I want to do like an hour on the bike, but yeah, yeah, that's what in- I said. Ross, <laughs> 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 look, I have not been a boyfriend for very long, but boy, have I already nailed it because on the weekend, girlfriend went out. She got super hammered, but because I drink oh, responsibly, no. yeah. I didn't drink at all. I was designated survivor. Skipper. So she got so drunk that she then became... And I had to look after her and do the full premium boyfriend package. We were just seeing her. I'm like, look, you're home. See you later, mate. Um... Hope you feel better tomorrow. Bye-bye. But when you're boyfriend now, you're like, ugh. You yeah, almost, you like, start, you almost yeah. don't even get praise. You almost have to do it. So you're like, ah. It's like having kids. You know, you help out someone else's kids. Amazing. Yeah. You don't help out you your own. You don't get any points. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but look, she's she's in the back. Uh, like I was like a proper Uber. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I dropped all her friends home and whatnot. And she was in the back. And yeah. uh, one of her friends was like, oh, no, she's going to puke. I was like, okay, cool. And they were in Maccas because priorities. And uh, they got her an extra, like a paper bag to throw up in. Right. That's all we had. I'm sure Mac is thrilled. Well, this is the thing. They were like, oh, is that a brand new burger? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, look, she throws up in the bag. Yeah. And I guess at the time I was thinking like, yep, airplane bag, throw up in the bag. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're for. But have you ever noticed the thickness of an airplane throw up bag? 
Have you ever noticed the thinness <laughs> of a Macca's paper bag? They can't handle any moisture. No, <laughs> no they cannot. Uh, and then so, like, as I'm dropping her friends off, have to kind of come around to help her. Uh, and then I'm like, okay, cool. The bags, the bags there, I have to pick up the bag now, put it in the bin of, of the puke. Yeah. Okay. I then come around, pick up the bag. And what did we just say about the fact that the bags can't take moisture? There's no bottom of the bag There's anymore, no is there? bottom of the bag. <laughs> and so as I grab the bag, it disintegrates like papier mache, but with puke. I then have to, because it's too late. Like, it is too late. My hands are there. I had to just scoop no. up her vomit uh, with me bare hands. And then I ran over to the bin, I put it in the and, bin. And, and got rid of it. Now... To, like, save the car. You're like, I've uh, got to go in, or had it already hit the car? If it's already hit the car, you don't need to touch it with your bare hands. Well, that was the thing. It was, like, it was just kind of at the point where I was like, it was too late. I went to go grab the bag. The bag obviously broke through as well. Uh, so whatever was in the bag is is in my hands now. And I was like, well, it's too late. It's here now. I'm not just going to dump it back on her. That seems worse. <laughs> so I picked it up, threw it in the bin. So that's bad, right? Yeah. That was my intention. I didn't know that the bag had broken. No, no, Otherwise, I never would have put my hands... In the vomit. Yeah. <laughs> However, the next day, all of her friends in the group chat have made me number one boyfriend because you know what the story is. The story is that Mitch went in with his bare hands and scooped the vomit off of her. There was no bag. In their eyes. In their, eyes in their stories. Bag. There was no bag. It's just me, a weak old boyfriend both physically and uh, in time, <laughs> have cared about this girl so much that I have scooped her, her drunken hands. vomit in, in my bare hands and put it away when throughout the whole time I did not mean to do it and I never would have done that because that's hideously gross. <laughs> but because I've been thanked, I'm riding this bad boy for the next 10 years. <laughs> you can't. You can't take credit for it now. But they, I've done it by accident. They, they needed. You. They need to know the truth. Why? They need to know the truth. But why? Because then you actually. Then you look more humble. Then you're like, guys, guys. I'd love. Like I, of course, would do that. But just letting you know, it was in a bag. But hundred percent. If it wasn't, you know, I'm down for that. And they'd be like, he's honest too. Oh my god, marry him. Oh. You know, like think about this. Yeah, think about it. There's an op- there's another opportunity. But once here. again, if I'm being really honest, what did I want to do? You wanted to drag her out and hose her. Sam <laughs> 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 Mitchell and Michael joining us on the line now as he loves to on a Monday for a sports wrap. It's our favourite sports reporter, the one and only Jacob Landsman. Oh, Jacob, are oh, you still lad. drunk? No. <laughs> 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 Uh, absolutely not. No, being a professional like you two on a Monday morning, I'm ready and raring to go. No, it was a it was a great night Saturday night, wasn't it? I wish I could have been there. I was I had my own cricket commitment, so I watched it at the the comforts of the of the cricket club on Saturday night. But uh, yeah, what an incredible finish! Yeah, how does uh, how does that work for for you guys? Would there have been a lot of uh, cricket like tragics doing their own cricket things and couldn't have got to the game? Is that is that a thing, or were you just uh, an anomaly? No, no, I think, I think, Mitch, it's safe to say that probably uh, 80% of the cricket population were out playing cricket on Saturday <laughs> afternoon in the, in the heat. So if you, if you play cricket on a Saturday, you're not able to do too much else on a Saturday. And some partners will probably point out they don't see much of their, their partners during summer if there's cricket on. So, 
Uh, yep, got off the field at uh, five o'clock and saw the back end of the heat innings and then got to see the Scorchers chase, which was, yeah, unbelievable. Well, here was the thing. Like, Scorchers, not off to a great start with the ball. There was a lot of edging going on by, by the heat. That put up a pretty quick a quick little chase of a 40-odd runs and just a few overs. And I was thinking, oh, this isn't looking too good. And then you would have seen in the, in the Scorchers batting innings, second innings, the moment that Ashton Turner got run out, did you think that was it? I thought it was pretty close to it. Um, I've seen a bit of Nick Hobson and Cooper Connolly in great cricket. So you think, well, these guys can play, but are they able to handle the, the pressure of the occasion? And Cooper Connolly's 19. He's had one innings in the BBL before that. Hits his second ball for six, gets on a roll. Nick Hobson probably feeling very guilty running the captain out, and he plays a role as well. So just shows you the depth of the, the Scorchers team, that anyone can be called upon at any time to perform, and uh, those two are outstanding when required. What does it mean for the Scorchers? Is it their fifth title? What is it? Where do they sit in terms of, are they just obviously the greatest franchise in, in BBL? They are. I think there's a Pakistani team called Peshawar that's won eight uh, T20 titles. They hold the record since the, the start of T20 cricket, which was about 20 years ago. So the Scorchers have won five. They've also finished runner-up three times. So there's 12 BBLs and they've been in finals eight times. So the Scorchers are a constant and most other teams are uh, generally finishing second or not featuring at all. So incredible organisation. Well done, Adam Voges and Ashton Turner and yeah, memorable scenes at Optus Stadium. Um, I'm not sure if you guys know anyone who was there, but I reckon it's a night they'll talk about for a while. Are there? Do the other? This sounds weird, but do the other teams care as much? Because there was a lot of outs. Like, is it one of those things where we think they care because we, but we're winning more type thing? Yeah, maybe, maybe because we dominate. Like, oh, the Scorchers will win again. It doesn't really matter. Let's just let's just collect our paychecks and go. Um, oh, I don't know. It's um, I, I think the Scorchers have just got an incredible culture that probably stands out a little bit more than these other teams. Other teams want big names. The Scorchers often overlook the big names, the big international players, and just go for the locals. No Mitch Marsh for the whole tournament. A number of other key players weren't available for decent chunks, and they still got it done. So, yep, I think culture and depth speaks more than, than some of these other, other clubs and their own attitudes towards the competition. Jacob, what do we do now? We've got uh, footy in about, what, six weeks' time? What do I do for the time being? It's a little bit of a black hole in the, the sporting window, isn't it, between the end of the Big Bash and the start of the AFL. You've got the NRL season not far away. We've still got the Wildcats. The Wildcats are still involved in the NBL. They made the top the top six in the new playing tournament. So there's something to look forward to. Up, up, up. And on Sunday, what's happening Sunday, Jacob? What is happening on Sunday? The Wildcats are playing, aren't I, they? I, mate, you're going to get fired. UFC 284. Oh, of course, I, you're in Perth. How dare you? Have you got you? tickets? <laughs> I'm, uh, i got media yeah. credentials, so I'll be in the back. Oh, of course. I won't of be doing any media. <laughs> no, no, you won't. You're just abusing your, uh, your media rights, aren't you? No, UFC will be big. I mean, I know, and I, I must be honest, it's a sport that I'm still learning and getting my head around, but the amount of interest in it here in Western Australia, and in Australia, full stop, is huge. So it will be a big weekend, I think, for UFC fans, and those yep. tickets sold pretty quickly. I'll be your sports reporter if you want. Like, oh, good. You can come on. You can come on my show, Mitch. Yeah. It's probably about time, isn't it? <laughs> Jacob Landsmere, our favourite sports reporter. Thanks so much, mate. Pleasure, guys. Enjoy. I'm sure there are many amazing collections out there right now. If you've got a great collection, take a snap of it yep. and send it to us on Triple M WA or the Mitchell and Michael socials. And I'm sure it's great stuff, like a signed footy by. Oh. 
Dipper Domenico. Um, uh, <laughs> he was a Brownlow medalist. Yeah. Don't laugh true. at the Big Dipper. That's true. You might have like a signed pair of basketball shoes by Andrew oh. Gaze, the, the great ponies. And you know what? I'll even take the nerdiest stuff you got. Because people used to laugh. People used to laugh at the kids that collect Pokemon. And now, Pokemon cards go for millions. Yeah, but we still laugh. <laughs> you can laugh all you want as I count my money. I've got to sort through my Pokemon cards, but instead this morning, my parents gave me a collection that I had as a child. I used to collect stamps, and Whoa. I got like a folder and everything. I, I haven't opened this in, I reckon, 15 or more years. Yeah, it makes sense. I wouldn't. <laughs> Here's, I don't know where... I don't remember much about this. I did collect stamps. But I didn't do it actively. Okay. But I have a lot of stamps. St- I'm going to say something really dumb. Yeah. But are stamps still a thing? Like, they do you still, still do need exist. Pay for, do you need to pay for stamps? You still need stamps. Are they still, te- uh, are they still like legal tender? Well, yeah, that's, that, that's what it's claimed to be. But wow. yeah, a, a, like a bus, will never, wow. a bus will never take it. You have a 45 cent century of the AFL Frio Dockers. I'm it glad looks you like saw a that. Je- a Jeff Farmer. Um, it looks like he's being um, weakly tackled by a <laughs> Brisbane Bear player. That would check out, wouldn't it? Now, uh, that, I'm glad you saw that one because I'll use that one as the example of like the value of my stamps now. Yep. So, those 1996 centenary stamps, yep. if you have the full set, I don't have the full set. You I have, have four. four. Yeah, but if you have the full set, which at the time was 16 teams, yeah. how much are they valued on the stamp? 45 cents. 45 cents. They are now worth a whopping eight bucks. And that's a pretty good investment because right here you have a dollar eighty. <laughs> but then what's 16 times 45 cents anyway? It's only like five bucks, six yeah. bucks. It's only gone up two or three. Yeah, so here's, yeah, here's the problem. I have all these stamps. Oh. But as far as I can tell, you I got, don't have any of the good ones. You got a Queen Elizabeth 50 center. That's but I have something else with Queen Elizabeth's head on it that is worth 50 cents. <laughs> um, that's 50 cent piece for anyone playing at home. Uh, you have a Kathy Freeman, 45 cent piece uh, uh, when she won the... Uh, yeah, you think uh, that women's... one would be good. Is it not? Kathy Freeman, 45 cent stamp. It's only going to be worth two bucks now. I mean... So, like, it is increasing in value, but I think oh. only at the rate of inflation. Yeah, you have, an, <laughs> you have an Australia ABC stamp worth 27 cents. That's more than the ABC is getting. So that's pretty good. Look, it's not promising because I don't believe that I've got... So one of the best stamps you can get is called the Inverted Swan. Yep. So it is, it's a Western Australia four pence postage stamp from 1855. It's worth... $289,000. Ah, no, 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 no. No, there is... It is valuable. You could sell this book on Marketplace for, for a couple bucks. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and Ross, not happy with actor Liam Neeson. Because I thought as an old man and an old guy, he would have, like, learned to be a little bit more progressive. Uh, and I feel like as a society, things that weren't okay back in the day are okay now. He has taken a shot. My beloved sport, mixed martial arts. Oh. Now, the UFC is in Perth this weekend. Okay, obviously, 
everyone's getting on board. Everyone loves the sport now. Do we like that weird power slapping league? No, we don't. That's too far. <laughs> but the UFC, we're all on board. Great athletes. Liam Neeson interviewed, and he said this about the sport. UFC, I can't stand. That, to me, is like a bar fight. And I know the practitioners are all saying, no, you're wrong. The months of training we do... Why don't you just grab a beer bottle and hit the other guy over there? That's the next stage from UFC. Oh. I hate it. <laughs> it's even the under the breath. I hate it. I hate it. Now, that's shocking. They have a certain set of skills. That, <laughs> that, but I don't like those skills. <laughs> and I hate that. And it makes me feel Look. really sad. But, no, no, no. This is the thing. And then I don't feel that bad because that same man once said this. I went up and down areas with a cosh, hoping I'd be approached by somebody. I'm ashamed to say that, and I did it for maybe a week, hoping some black b- would come out of a pub and have a go at me about something, you know, so that I could yeah. kill him. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, he was very racist. Yeah, sorry, Liam Mason. Well, possibly still is. Maybe shut up. <laughs> Mitch, it's time for some Monday musing. Those shower thoughts that you have, those little things that rattle around inside your head. And you just let me know if it makes you think as well. Yep. Because I was thinking about laptops. Yeah. You have a laptop. Yeah. When was the last time you used it on your lap? Ah, uh, this morning. But think about it. On my couch. But it's the worst way to use it, isn't it? Oh, yeah, you're not supposed to because it, like, heats like, it. Yeah! Heats the it. laptop gets too hot on your lap. Yeah. But why are they called laptops? They should just be like thin computers. Portable computers. It makes you think. Like not much, but it does. (laughs) (laughs) How did they advertise colour TV or black and white TV? I have actually looked at this. How do you describe it? You would have been like, get on down to Harvey Norman and see this, but with more than two colours. You know how you look on your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that on a screen. And I was also realising, because my mum loves, like, family tree stuff. Yeah. And I realised one day, Ancestry.com will just become our social media. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You think about that. Like, think about your great-grandparents and it's like a photo of them. When our great-grandkids see photos of us, they get everything, but Insta, Facebook. Star now. TikTok, yo, they, get, they get a copy of your star now. And that's all it'll be one day. It's going to be so easy to find your gra- great-grandparents and all the stupid shit they did. Just <laughs> <laughs> doing some Monday musing, and uh, we were discussing how did they advertise colour TV on black and white TV? Yeah. Just very weird. And then we were trying to figure out when Colour TV even came in. And apparently, invented in 1928, didn't get to Australia until 1972, 75, around about that era. Wow. We were a little bit behind. I know that the US definitely had it in their homes. I don't think anyone had it in their homes in the 20s. The technology existed, Mm. but you couldn't buy it. But then you found something very interesting. The thing everyone would have wanted in the 70s, that colour TV. Yes, it would set you back 1000 to 1300 bucks. Oh, yeah. Which in today's equivalent is 8000 to $10,000. <laughs> 
Who had that? <laughs> that's insane. That would that have been like a year's salary or something? Well, that's in today's era, so that's like a fifth of your salary. So, looking at Harvey Norman, what are TVs that are worth that now? So eight thousand to ten thousand dollars. Is it like an eighty-five inch? Because this one here. I'm looking at is the the TV is basically the size of a milk crate. <laughs> yeah, they were small little boxes. You're absolutely right. We're looking at the 80 plus inch TVs. We're looking at 8K TVs. Really? Yeah, that are flat screen smart TVs coming with bonuses of like subscriptions and everything. OLED as well. So that was the type of person that could afford a color TV. Who, in 75. Like, do you know anyone with that, with those, with $8,000? And think things? about it. That long ago, and all you got was like, you got that, you spent 10 grand to see like Noel Brunning in colour. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend, the Scorchers winning their fifth BBL Oof. title was the talk of the town, a sellout crowd at Optus. Uh, every man and his dog was there. Uh, I unfortunately couldn't get there. The best I could get was one ticket, restricted seating, like you restricted didn't go? viewing. No, I decided not. I was like, not one. Like, I, I'll just watch it from home. Because what, what does restricted viewing look like? That's true. Are you looking at a wall? <laughs> yeah. I, I, so I wasn't, I wasn't down for that. But someone took it because it then was a seller. Or every over, there's a security guard standing in front of you. I sent a message to Cameron Bancroft. Really? Yep. I said, g'day Cam. Probably still asleep after a big weekend. Congrats on the BBL win. If you have any time, uh, we'd love to have you on for a chat. Um, this is the third time. That I've and this is text. <laughs> this is the third time that I've. Oh, messaged. you have his number. I have his number. That I've te- you text him. I texted Cam Bancroft because I text him quite early in the morning. Because you when we start. Yeah, just to so everyone knows, like you had like someone give you his number. Yes, thing. like that's a it's through like a media thing. But I don't think actually that this is his number because wow. I've texted him now for a year <laughs> and he has never replied. No, 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 mate. That's. Never. I've I've been here before. Two more texts and he'll become your girlfriend. <laughs> if you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review and share with your mates.